Welcome to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank. Andrew, welcome to the show. Andrew, if you want to explain to everyone out there who's listening a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a new author, although I've been thinking about uh, this for a hell of a long time. You can hear me. Everything's coming through good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a new author of a book uh, uh, that's against religion because of the, the problems that religion creates in the world and because basically it's not true like all the claims of religions are are lies and um so the book basically covers how we know for a fact that uh this is all ancient bs and how we know that we know it's for sure there's no doubts about it at all once you understand how the basics of nature works and the the historicity of, of uh, like the science history of religions and how they were made, who formed them, why, and how they evolved. And of course, we see our own moralities evolve. So they're not divine moralities as in scripture, because if they were, we wouldn't have outgrown them. The moralities in scripture would have been ahead of our time, uh, which would have taught us that slavery is fine and, you know, women are lesser and uh, animals are not even mentioned as having any rights or considerations um that type of thing so uh this has been an ongoing thought of mine and the older i get uh, i'll be 65 this month um i realize just how negative the impact of belief is uh, because once uh, people are indoctrinated into religion, you know, usually from very young age, they're not allowed to exercise their, their thought, uh, you know, when they ask questions about how is this possible and all that. When they're indoctrinated with, with, with dogma that gives them simple answers, like it's just created by God and stuff, it... Um, it prevents the growth of that part of logic and reasoning in the brain, and which has been proven in studies. Uh, that's been so. Not only does it affect people uh, uh, negatively to, just by religion alone, but it also spills off into political choices. You know, if if you don't have logic and reasoning developed, you're easily led. You know, by people like Donald Trump or. Uh, you know, a lot of people also suggest that, you know, Stalin, you know, was an atheist, but they don't realize that Stalin was the religion. He was the religion. Uh, Kim Jong-un, he's, he's the... Just dictator. because there's a bit of a delay connection. Well, I've lost your... Oh, 
just because there's a bit of a delay connection, I'm just going to stick my hand up and you do the same as well too when we're talking just so we know that there's going to be points across. But I've talked to a lot of ex-cult people, people who have left this religion now. It, Jehovah's Witness can be taken in a, in a direction of like, oh, it's kind of like they just knock on your door and always want. It's a little bit deeper than that. There's a lot about manipulation and kind of group-like thinking that goes with it. I'm just curious to what was the reason why you decided to go down this thing because i think as much as i can crap on religion there's also a benefit to having a belief but sadly the belief has been turned into a type of programming in a sense where it's actually made people isolate more um it's actually made people really 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 kind of tense in a lot of their arguments and opinions and it's given them kind of a social bias in a way like we said with the political choices for instance and i mean not even to bring up the kids stuff but there's a lot of like weird things that nobody really wants to talk about and if we don't have these discussions then when is change ever going to happen with it it does matter what other people believe um we used to think that you know, to, to each his own. But the problem is that people have voting rights. And so uh, if you believe in, 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 a, in a, an ideology that does not want you to learn the science too much, because if you do, then you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out that this is crap. So once you, by default, a believer basically turns his nose up at science or will select science, you know, like uh, you could have a PhD in music, but you're not a doctor. <laughs> you know? So basically, global warming, you know, we need to be on the same page with that. Otherwise, we can't win the pandemic. We need to be on the same page with that. Now, the only way to be on the same page is to, is to listen to the only real source which is science without it we don't know you know in the old days we used to think pandemics were really you know god's wrath you know we know a lot more than that so we've got to listen to the science and so beliefs the belief system that indoctrinates so many different ways different different religions they're by default trained to be suspicious about science because uh you have to downplay science if you're going to pull the wool over people's eyes so that's how it survives by keeping people isolated from the truth for example in, in the philippines a church and state country uh, i've talked to uh teachers uh science teachers who think that uh evolution is just darwinism you know and i'm telling them that that was 150 years ago you know, the church won't allow them to learn anything more than that. So in a, in a high school textbook, you'll see about two paragraphs on, on Darwin. That's it for evolution. I mean, wow. Even our DNA reconfirms. So I, um, when I, I, I thought we came from chimps, I thought that was like a well-known thing. And then when I first, when, when I first started my, my podcast, um, a, person that I was talking to said, no, that's a myth. It's not that at all. And then you realize that person's religious. And then it starts to get into this weird territory where honestly, my biggest questions and concerns really stand with is that how much power are we giving to something 
um, in general, not just old, but I mean, the power that the Pope has, I mean, everything that he says is word is law. There's the Vatican archives that nobody can really get into unless you have like 30 different recommendations. And then there's a lot of issues that really start to happen. And I think my whole thing is the problem with authority um, necessarily. I think belief is good, just depends on how toxic that belief is. Um, I'm just curious is like, that's not an easy topic to go down. And once you start diving down this type of topic, much like a cult survivors kind of journey, in a sense, you start to come across a lot of hate and a lot of people willing to just throw the worst type of backlash at you. Oh, very much. Um, uh, I think that comes from like the, the backlash comes from their fear. Uh, they don't want you to be compelling in your argument because it's scary to them because if, if they're able to get sucked into it, into, into uncovering what they believe is bogus, they're afraid to burn in hell. So the grip that religion has on the psyche is, is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, yeah, and the Pope is an authority. It's funny how, how religions evolve because Christianity began uh, as basically uh, Catholic. Uh, that was the the owner. Catholic is the Catholicism is the owner of of Christianity, and then it evolved from there. Which is funny because they all have uh, different views of what the founder is, what the founding is. So that's kind of strange. You can't build a better house on a bad foundation. Um, but you had mentioned the, oh, yeah, as far as us coming from chimps, yeah, we, we and chimps have a common ancestor. So we couldn't have come from chimps because they're also there. Their evolutionary path, if you go back in time, the, what evolved became the chimps. You go down that path six million years, you go down Homo sapien path six million years, and they join at a Y juncture which is common ancestry from there on, but it shows in our DNA. So not only did we know that before DNA proved it again, uh, we actually see in the genome that uh, that's exact. We share the same mistakes, the same baggage in the same locations. So there's no other, there's no other answer for it other than the fact that we come from common ancestor. But the, the Pope issue is funny because you had mentioned just before we went on air here that, uh, that I had done a, an interview with Pope. And it, it looks like I showed my father that he said, I actually feel sorry for the Pope, he said, because, uh, you know, I kind of trapped him. And, and um, he said it seemed that real. But, uh, of course, it's not Yes, I have had backlash. I've had people, you know, how dare I? <laughs> I'm not actually talking to the Pope. I'm in a basement. I'm in a basement. The color doesn't even match where the Pope is actually having an interview, uh, not in English. And so I used clips of him and I just, it just turned out amazing um it was hard to get him to say what i got him to say in english is what he believes it's what he had um let people know in uh news clips 
you know when when the, the catholic religion accept accepted uh, evolution because they can't deny evolution anymore but it's evolution by by the hand of god uh i guess they went that way because it's hard to hide you know some of the science away from believers there are very pious believers of course who won't know anything because they're so you know narrowly focused but there's a lot of us who uh who have a broad scope of knowledge and so it gets to be a conflict you know well geez evolution in the bible so he had to accept it with that twist but that's what the that's why I made the the uh, video was to trap him on the very basic that right from Genesis, where uh, God created the heavens and the earth and all this in six days and stuff right away, that's wrong. And so using some basic science, I just trapped him with that on the um, on the video and used his own thoughts. I didn't put thoughts in his head or make up his stand uh, against what I'm saying. I just illustrated it and it, it uh, I was tempted to make it funny, but I thought it would take <laughs> credibility away from my book because the book is serious, even though by nature, I'm very comical, <clears throat> very comical and, you know, would love to have fun with the Pope and tease him. And... So about your book, for instance, um, what are you specifically like, what message are you really, um, besides maybe exposing the church or kind of, I mean, in a sense, I feel like a lot of the anger probably stems from the fact that, I mean, you might not get as much as you might, you would think people would listen and would think just talking about the topic, because the amount of people that are religious today, there's a very strikingly large amount of people who just choose not to have a religion because there's just so much that they question that they're not getting answers to. But what are you trying to expose? Are you trying just to show people that you can't think this type of way? Because trying to change someone's mind never usually works, but trying to expose truths whether it's the amount of flaws that something that they believe in has or the amount of flaws that something can carry, that is the best way to really change someone's tune on some things. And I think a lot of people are starting to want to disassociate as much as possible. I mean, they used to make fun of the Pope for sleeping in the middle of a sermon or something. Now they just do it to Joe Biden. Like it's not, it's just transferred over, but I feel like like you should be able to strike a reference or a joke at anything political or anything religious. I do it sometimes too. I had a joke about um, Jesus as like a thing, a throw off saying that I was saying, I was like, that's a nice crown he was wearing. It was just a joke, but people take it to heart on some things. And it's like, you're now you're losing context with the character. A lot of those stories in the Bible being created by man. Do you really think that they are talking about some godlike being that just hates gay people? That doesn't make any sense. That sounds like some Someone inserting a narrative. So I'm just curious to a couple of questions, just so for the lag thing. Um, what are you trying to do with your book? What's your book about? And also, where do you find you draw yourself the most to? Is it the Catholic religion? Is it Christianity? Or is it just all over the board? And then what are the problems with them? Yeah, all over the board. Um I think mainly the book is to, is to show people how to think about it, uh, how, how to trust the evidence that we have that proves this stuff is nonsense uh, by basically explaining um, how we know the speed of light. Because 
and how we know the distances. So just right there alone, if, if a person can understand that we actually do know the distances to the stars and the galaxies, and that we do know accurately the speed of light, just that alone blows Genesis out of the water because now we know that we're able to look at, you know, 14.3 billion light years distant. The light that we see from the furthest uh, images ever captured by Hubble, which is going to be extended somewhat um, and better in between with the launch of the James Webb scope that's up there now. It's going to be on the million miles on the other side of the moon with 100 times the capacity uh, of, you know, magnification and clarity. So add all that together, we're going to see some wicked stuff. But those things, if you learn how to, to where to find them and to trust them, to be able to trust the information, then you just use your logic. Um, And you can see that these, like the Bible is busted from A to Z. It's busted, you know, through history. It never happened. There's no account. And it's busted from every angle on science, 100% busted. And, and uh, so, the, so mostly belief is, is uh, strengthened by, again, science, neurology, um, dopamine, the chemical dopamine. Uh, that's the pleasure and reward, uh, uh, awe and wonder chemical gives, makes us feel good. So if you believe, um, you're going to, when praying, for example, the results in prayer, like tests has failed all the time. Like we've done large scale tests. New York Times did a, an article on it where a large scale, like 1800 patients prayed for and that absolutely no effect at all. It was a negative effect, I think, but it was just happenstance. Um, um, it, so prayer doesn't work, but what it does, it works for the church because it, it enables the production of dopamine by the one who does the praying. So I, I guess uh, if prayers work, you can imagine uh, the monks, you know, all the praying that they're doing all the time, you know, they could heal the world. And like Christopher Hitchens said, like, why would we pray to a God to get him to correct an oversight? You know, <laughs> that he's, he's responsible for everything. So, why would we pray for him to make a change or to reconsider anyway? Like it's just so illogical. Um, it's a heavy indoctrination. Um, are are you just looking at it from the scope of not like being lied to, but more of a scope of like mind control in a way? Because the way that you're kind of describing it seems like a mind control stance, and I have big issues with that too. But my more falls on the human mind control when it comes to human on human, like mankind not of the past, but of the present, the stuff we see on the television that fits different narratives. I mean, it's the same thing. The issue is, is that the point they bring up is that when you start explaining science, they say who was science founded by or created by, and they say man, and then they go, so was the Bible. So then there's the biggest plot hole there. The only issue is, is that we have better technology. I mean, technology has advanced 
to the point where more people are not religious because of it, because there's explanations to things now, but they always go back to the big bang argument. They go, well, then how was that created? And we don't know. So then it's that whole, I don't know. It's like, exactly. Cause it was God. And it's like, well, you're using one point to cover a broad range. Now I understand if you want to have faith and belief, I think people need that. Like you were saying, I think it's a chemical in our brains that really kind of bring this sense of comfort. Whenever someone's dying, they usually call for like, if there is a God, because you don't want to be like, if I'm wrong, but at the same time, it's like, there's people that every single day, you know, they feel like I remember um, a story from a past guest who talked about living in Texas as a child. And um, some person at school saw that they were Jewish and said, um, I have to save you because you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in Christ. And it's like this, this is where I start to draw the line of where it's a good thing and a bad thing, because you start to go that like your kid's six years old yelling at another kid who's six, the mother of that kid call or called the, um, girl, the girl that the girl's mom that said the thing to her that was Jewish. And she goes, your daughter said this to my daughter said she's going to hell because she's Jewish and doesn't believe in Jesus. And she goes, oh, I'll have to talk to her about that. She's not supposed to start witnessing until she's older. And you're like, what? Like, that's the weirdest thing for a parent to say, but it's a common thing in Texas, apparently. Um, From what I was explained, this was like 600 something episodes ago. So that's two and a half years. So just give me a little bit of break on that one. But That's what I was told before, and it just had me thinking about things differently, where I dive down this cult rabbit hole from Jehovah's Witness to Scientology to see Scientology is the best example of a clear objective in their type of strategic moves that you start to notice notes of in other giant religions, which brings into a bigger sense of what's right and wrong. And do you think that this type of manipulation is going to worsen through the next couple of years with the amount of people saying trust the science. I mean, in a sense, the term science has been hijacked. It's not science like a like a, a doc, a doctor in a lab coat. Science is a person who just decides to put that lab coat on. There's a lot of shit with science that doesn't make sense, but it's not the science that I feel like is the correct one. There's people hijacking the term much like fact checker. Mark Zuckerberg admitted that fact checker was just opinion people like that's what I think is happening. And I feel like we're destroying ourselves and maybe causing people to turn back to religion, no matter how many scandals break through. Well, you're right there about uh, people are hijacking facts and they're just called alternative facts, really. But um, yeah, I think the big trick is to learn how to recognize a proper source uh and it i have a hard time to understand why that would be so difficult but uh i did explain in the book too that our even our computers are biased so if if you search out on google for example uh, a lot of conspiracy theory stuff which most stuff isn't really a theory because it doesn't qualify as a theory because there's no facts at all involved. But well, let's just call them conspiracy, conspiracy theories. If you search that stuff a lot, and, you know, then when you look for something, Google's already going to default uh, the um, less credible narrative somewhere else. Um, I can't remember uh, your entire question. It was sort of multifaceted there, but uh, 
Yeah, as far as the uh, the, the the children of of ideologies, yeah, they should be too young to um, to debate it or to express it because they're too young to even learn about it. Start witnessing. Start witnessing was the term. They said it like it was an average common thing. Where I'm like, yeah, what? That's the weirdest thing in my life. Well, what they're going to witness is nothing. There's nothing to support what they believe that you would witness to. Um, if they want to claim that, you know, uh, bad injustices or bad actions by people is witnessing, witness for the police. <laughs> it's not really anything that's divine. It's nothing from the Bible. And um, I think the greater the belief is, the more stuck the believer is in the moralities of ancient times and that's that's a negative because we've outgrown that stuff uh the only reason that you'll see that people tend to to interject uh you know our modern secular moralities as if they come from god or jesus they weren't in the bible uh you know like animal rights and things like that that's secular influence on the population whether they they don't even know where it came from. It came from evolution of society, not didn't come. If that was divine, if the Bible was divine information, it would have been ahead of its time. To, to, to get divine information or divinely inspired information in the Bible, it would have been ahead of its time. They would have been talking about gay rights and uh, things that we've that we deal with now. And I, I imagine we'll we'll come up with more things that we need to iron out or figure out in moralities as we move into the future. For example, this cancel culture. That's a step of of uh, of uh, the evolution of our moralities, and it's imperfect as all evolution is. So, you know, the the motive for it is to make lives better, to help people who are downtrodden. Blah blah blah. But like evolution, it's not perfect, and it's a, it's a rough road to iron out. And our cancel, cancel culture right now has is, is, uh, got a lot of problems with it, but I, the intention is good. Well, there's a large amount of assuming that starts to happen now. I, it's always been out throughout history has always been here. I mean, you could assume that God's going to fix all your problems as long as you pray, but then you can also assume that the government's going to be able to give you a magic shot and everything goes away as well, too. I just think that there's a lot of people putting faith and belief into something that necessarily they probably should maybe check their own information or at least think things clearly through. A clear example would be the hijacking when it comes to Remember the story about the pillar of salt and how that he went into a cave and he had sex with his two daughters. And it was like, what the fuck are we talking about? And you start to realize this is like, these are not the real stories that people read. People read happy little children's books. Like it's, it, it's not, they need to know what they're really worshiping and believing and trying to get people to change into. But I don't believe like, I'm not going to force religion on anybody and I'm not going to be the one that's going to be forced religion on. I'm not religious at all per se. I understand the belief aspect of things, but I think it's been hijacked for far too long. Like, I feel like there needs to be an educational thing of people want to insert their own narratives into a lot of shit. 
And sadly, that gets done with anything as such power. The Pope waves his hand and people bow. That's an issue. That's not a love factor. That's a fear factor. And that's when it starts to enter even more a little bit scary territory where you're more than willing to do whatever they say. Because instead of your own thoughts and what you feel deep inside, I'm surprised there's still people that are go, I'm going to be religious from home because I don't like the whole church thing. Like that rise of that alone was just like, at least someone's waking up to like the warning signs of you're about to be off of a cliff. You can't call them a conspiracy person if you see the cliff. Mm -hmm. I almost wish wish uh, Islam had had a, a version of the Pope because and he would be accountable more accountable for how Islam conducts itself as far as terrorism. Um, but, uh, but they don't, but they don't, there's many different ideas and different variations and there's, there's lots of conflict within it. Um, and then with Christianity, of course, like you said, there's uh, people have their own narratives and they spin it. Like that's why you get those, uh, the evangelicals, for example, it's still Christianity, but their own version of it, they cherry pick it. And I think why it's so successful is, again, the dopamine. Um, today, I think it requires more, uh, more a, a stronger triggering to get dopamine to rush. So uh, Catholicism is pretty boring. So these Christians get a, a, a higher dopamine rush when they um, listen to an evangelical. And it sure shows with the donations. I mean, <laughs> they're doing quite well. <laughs> yeah, look like they even appointed. Uh, Is there right. an issue with the amount of donations that they ask for? Because I always hear like people crack jokes about the donation pool, but I'm wondering where, I know it says that money goes to the church, but the Vatican doesn't pay taxes. So there's like, there's a whole type of like religional, like government kind of, I wouldn't say a feud or a war, um, but there's definitely been government overreach more and more and more per year. I remember I had a rabbi on my podcast and I told him with the number of religious people that have been decreasing over the years, eventually you'll start seeing governments take down ch churches. And then two months after I posted that podcast, it started happening and I sent him the articles and he called me an idiot on air. And then he, I sent him the articles and he blocked me. And you start getting to this point where it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to rub in your face that you weren't right, but I'm also showing you that like, this is happening, whether you want to believe in it or not, like it's going to keep happening. It's going, I mean, religion gets lower and lower. And then you'll start, they went into the Vatican and arrested like 13 priests. That was something where I, I don't think it's ever been heard of through history. Oh, and that's got to do with money, I guess. And oh, well, I can see pedophilia. Them. Pedophilia. Arresting priests for child molestation. Yeah, that was for pedophilia. <laughs> it's it's it seems that the money is a really big issue for government more than pedophilia. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, it's a business. It's a very wealthy business. Uh, you know, when you see the uh, like a Joel Olstein, I mean, flying around his jet, of course, it's his uh it's a business write-off well it's not a write-off he's not paying taxes but i mean it's for business but it's, it's kind of nice to have your own private jet and your own stadium downtown that he packs two or three times on a weekend <laughs>
would you say it's a money issue? Would you say it's a power issue? Would you say it's a combination of the two? It seems like with the government, it's a power issue. It's a it's a money issue. But then with the religious aspect, there's a different idea. Um, it comes with ego, I feel like, where it's just like power of everyone believing in you like you are a god. Maybe that comes from a, mor a mortal type thing of always wanting immortality or always wanting power. But it just gets it, it, it's strange because you can't call it indoctrination as much as we want to say it is. You can't because then people who are religious go, well, that means you're making you're saying I'm a sheep. And it's like, well, that's not what we're saying, but we're saying there's some things you should probably raise to question early. That's my side of it. It's like you have to question these things. If you can't develop your own individual thoughts, then what are you going to develop? You might take a different stance. Um, I only asked about the blowback a little bit of it because when I watched your Pope interview, which I thought was fucking hilarious, because at first I'm like, <laughs> is he actually in the fucking? I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. You got to have like 10 signatures. Um, but <laughs> Uh -huh. I'm, I'm looking at the comment and someone had left like a paragraph comment and then you commented under it and he was like everything you got was like inaccurate and I was just like you could tell this is like a bible beater from school but I mean see the, the uh, Christianity and Catholicism as crazy as Catholicism has Christianity a little bit lesser but maybe to some extent we don't know but Scientology seems to be the most obvious example I'll keep turning back to because that's one where it is ran by people. It is man created. The God is someone who created the religion, who is a man and his son does work for Scientology. But you literally see the manipulational tactics that you can translate to anything. The other levels, I guess, because they're older, the other religions, they seem to do it in a better way. Um, or a way we're not seeing in a sense, but there's still some exposure that social media does where it really does root out a lot of the evil that does go in there. Yeah, I like the reference to Scientology because. And when when I started writing, I got just 100 pages in my book. The world's like biggest about, lie. Uh, yeah, yeah. A trial for truth, because I. I'm not a scientist, but I, I like a prosecutor. In a, in a CSI trial, the prosecutor is not a scientist. He uses the, the science of CSI uh, to, to present to the jury. And that's what I am, really. I'm not a scientist, but I use the science and the logic and tie it all. To, where is it? There it is. But, but when, I, when I briefly run down the construction of religions, I begin with Scientology because... It's a recent one, and it's a one that most people can look objectively at and say, yeah, that, that's BS, and here's how it was done, and who's, who did it, and, you know, L. Ron Hubbard was, was basically a scam artist anyway. Uh, so there's a bit of background on there. But it was, it was to get the acceptance of, yeah, this is, this is a bogus religion. And then as I move along the different religions, I move back in time that's why i hit islam before i hit christianity because it it came a few hundred years after 600 years after uh after christianity did um but as far as power and and money for religion itself it's it's definitely both but i think politics it's power they use they use uh, their base if uh, they decide who their base is going to be. If you're going to run in politics, you got to decide where you stand. If you're honest, 
you got to let them know who you really are. And if it narrows your base, so be it. Like if I was to run and I'm a, I'm a known atheist, I'm not going to have the Bible belt, you know, on my side. So there are atheists that use the religious as their base because they know how to play to them. So that's a power grab. Like, I don't believe that Trump is religious. He's more of a dictator. Like, if, if he could have his way, he would be like Kim Jong-un or... See, I don't, I don't consider him a dictator. I consider him a troll. He's not a person I would want to be president, but he also, he's steering into everyone that's talking shit on him because he knows that they... I don't know. He he has a weird thing about him where it's like, I think as a, as a person who is a celebrity or anybody like that, you just can't look at all the trolls or the negative comments like a Bezos. People shit on Bezos all the time, but he's a guy in his late 30s fucking doing whatever the hell he wants with his cash. He doesn't care about donating. So it's That's like, right. I don't see a power fear there. What I see is a, 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 a an abrasive personality. But when I look into, you know, certain government stuff, things or some you know maybe some religious things the pope for instance i just see a person that loves being bowed down to which scares me like it's like when i look at fauci when i look at fauci i'm like you have a fucking ego issue and i know because i have one it's like looking at bill gates ego issue that's what i see well i well first of all trump's not a dictator he wants to be so he can't act like a dictator but we can see signs he worships dictators he's pals around with them he likes people to think that oh because i'm i'm chatty with kim jong un it's because uh because i'm breaking i'm breaking ground that no other politician will do but the actual fact is no other politician would lower themselves to talk to a man who's basically nuts who murders you know you could talk to them but i mean there's a there's a certain level where you got to cut it off and you got to start laying down some ground rules. Um, so I think Trump was looking for points there. Like, you know, look at me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great. Uh, uh, I think you keep your, your enemies closer than you do your friends. I think that was some, that was something. Cause I mean, if we look at what we're dealing with now, they're North, North Korea is testing nuclear missiles and they're refunding that program up again. The issue is, is that we can't change them. And the idea to try to is hard. So the best thing is to be able to act like friends and then not really be them. But I don't want to get down the whole CCP, Korea, everything like that no, type of rabbit no, hole. No, but. no, no, It can be a rabbit hole for us right here. <laughs> it just, it, just, it takes, it takes yeah. forever because I'm not a fan of power. Um, I just feel like it's too corrupting for one individual. And I guess why you have so many people appointed, but I mean, we live in a system that a lot of people are realizing it's really fucked up because it's a, you got to know someone to get ahead. You got to pay to get ahead. Scientology is pay to play. You know, Christianity, I, in a sense, isn't as much pay to play, but as much as we don't know, there could be inner workings we don't know about. And then it leads us down the trail of assuming again, we can't assume that all of it's going on, but like Pizzagate, for instance, one of the big conspiracies out there. Do we think it's not happening, though? Like maybe not at that pizza shop, but Epstein, like what? Nobody fucking even would have believed that, but it's got to happen somewhere. It's got to be somewhere out there. I'm not saying go start up a thing. I'm just saying these aren't like fallacies that are completely ridiculous. They're based in good point. 
Yeah, and I think the points uh, the point is the people who are pointing the finger are the one that should be looking in the mirror. Look at Matt Gates, like they they're more than happy to point to the other side. Uh, Trump does that all the time. He's always like lock up uh, Hillary, Hillary, forty years of crime, all that. He's exactly talking about himself. So it seems too ridiculous to even consider. But I think a lot of time they just. Uh, they use a projection method, you know, they're pointing the finger the other way and you look. Meanwhile, that's what they're doing. Um, kind of like Pelosi with uh, insider trading where she was like, I don't think people from Congress shouldn't have to insider trade. It's like, yeah, because you're fucking. That's why they, the left and the right never call each other out on that because they're all fucking doing it. Yeah, they're all doing it. It just should not be allowed at all. Um, and as far as power leader powership power leader it should really be leadership like if you're a president of the united states or prime minister of canada or great britain you should be a leader and not being really thought of as power you're in a position to to gather all the knowledge around for the best uh, result of the of the country um but again, it goes back to uh, the voter. Uh, if if we have a lot of believers, religious people voting, they're going to vote for the people who know how to appeal to them. And uh, right away, what they believe in is BS. They've been conned. And um, the, the politicians who want to garner their votes either have to think the same way or know how to BS and, and use that, you know, the platform of, I call it just bullshit, his religion. It's just the ultimate lie. That's why I call the book the world's biggest lie, because there's no lie bigger than religion itself. It's absolute lie from start to finish. Do you ever feel like you were born a little too... Um, I would say early compared to where the trend's going. Like if we see the number of religion going down every year, it's going down a little bit, a small percentage, but it's, it's drastically dropped over the past 50 years. I would say, do you think that maybe if you were like maybe younger, no, not saying that you're old. I'm just saying if you were born, like if you were 13 years old, and then by the time you reach the age you are now, religion would be so much lower where this book would be a hot trending thing. But right now everyone's, they're not interested in that. Like I'm surprised you didn't go down the politics rabbit hole. That's the biggest trend right now is everybody trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, but religion is just too old. And it's like, it's going to need time to heal those wounds in a sense. There's a lot of the reason I wrote it was, uh, had a bit to do with politics. So there's a, a good section at the back, uh, the, like the last, third of the book is about the brain and and how it affects us in politics and which affects everything so it's sort of a warning um i refer a few times to uh, daniel dennett's book uh breaking the spell where he uh, uh i think he was in he's a neuroscientist a philosopher he's got uh, several books out but he said we have we have early warning signals for uh you know uh, economic crisis, uh, earthquakes, uh, tsunamis, and, and uh, pandemics. We have early warning science in place. Warn us about that, that we should have the same installed for religion, like where 
where in the future is religion taking us um, so that we can find out or we can predict like if it's going to be our downfall because religions wish for the end they don't want to keep that this is this is this is like a this to them like this life is basically a preliminary for the big afterlife which they want armageddon to come well we don't want those people running countries or playing to a voter base that wants the end of the world that's crazy that's why they're not going to be concerned with climate change or anything like that so so politics is our political mess has a lot to do with how voters think what they what appeals to them and if you could get us all on the same page which is reality we would all be better off it'll never happen but like you say it is reducing like the, the religions the churches are noticing a, a, a decline and that can be achieved it's hard to interfere with a household but if, early education should be pure education in reality science we shouldn't be teaching um you know uh, religion as a as an optional optional thing to uh, you know creationism to evolution because it's not true at all and actually that was dealt with there was a major a trial that took place in the united states uh i forget what year that was but uh it was amazing how uh even the Supreme Court judge that was appointed by George Bush uh, basically ruled that the science of evolution stands and creationism should not be taught alongside of it at all. It doesn't equal it. Uh, it was an incredible the Dover trial, I think they call it. I think you're, a lot of people I, should see that. You're seeing a shift happen. It's just. I don't think it should be completely wiped away. We probably defer on that. Um, but I, I think it's needed, but I think it needs to be taught in more of a historical aspect of things. I think there's a point to faith where it starts blending in with reality. And the, the issue is, is that you should have a wonderment. I never want to hurt a child's innocence. I never want to see anybody's belief in anything. I, I used to work with a woman whose husband was paralyzed from a car accident, and she just said, got to have faith. That's all she believed. And she prayed every night, went to church every Sunday, all that amazing woman. But then we get to lines where we start going, even though you are religious and there's this issue going on, it needs to be addressed. You can't hold the whole archive of information under your fucking temple. You can't do that. We need to know what the hell's in there because we don't know what you're keeping. And then I don't know if there's inner workings going on with it. Is it the government working with them? Is it this type of thing? And then an issue comes up. Hey, man, we got to take 13 of your priests like Jesus. Like we can't fucking let that slide. They're going to ask questions. Money's I important. Yeah, I like that's where I start getting to this point of like in in no time in history have we never had religion. So it can't just phase out. I think it just needs to be taught in a different manner. I think we're seeing the moods and the shifts of a lot of these religions start to change a little bit where it used to be excommunicate the non-believer. Now it's more like, well, you know, we're going to love you anyway. It's that type of thing where you're seeing the shift kind of happen and I'm hoping with more people really trying to instill their values of what we believe now, the evolution of society, maybe we'll see a change in it. I think it's probably a good thing for a lot of people who are in some dark spots. A lot of criminals become religious. Um, 
I just, I just necessarily think, I mean, that's despite all the criminals who are religious, but that's, um, there's just, there's, there's a point where I think we're going to end up getting to where I think it's either going to end in complete, just destruction, or it's going to end in a point of people are just tired of dealing with more bullshit. So they're more than willing to take it home. And in a sense that might be good, but I also don't want someone yelling at my kid when I have kids saying you're going to hell because you don't believe in Jesus. That doesn't make sense to me. No, no, I think, um, I really don't know where it's going. I, I projected in the book uh, at the end, uh, if, if, if we allow certain things to happen, it's, you know, we have to start calling out lies where they are and we have to start uh, teaching young how to think, you know, what's true, what's not. Uh, learn the sciences first. If you grow up and you want to choose religion, then that's a freedom of choice. I don't really think it's a freedom of, of choice to be religious if you're brought into it as a child and not really allowed well, you're to. You're fucking born and your dick's cut for no fucking reason. Yeah, 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 for a belief. Mine was, but I don't remember it. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't that over religious. Every time I look down, I remember. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we all got our scars from something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ones that we could brag about. I'm not going to pull that out and say, "Well, I'm <laughs> I got a story about that." Because but don't for even the views, it. Andrew, the views. <laughs> yeah, <I got> the <laughs> views. <laughs> Um, Wouldn't that have been something to do the Pope interview and kind of not show it, but just say, look, and catch him when he's looking down and going, oh, no, no. There, I, there was a video I saw trending. It was a rabbi picking up a baby and he was holding it over and he just started slamming it in the fucking water. Oh, um, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. That was fucking horrible where a woman in the back was literally covered her mouth and like walked away in astonishment. That's where I can understand the whole like fuck this type of shit. Because that's really bad, but there's good sides to it too. But I wonder how much of that bad shit's going on that just doesn't get videotaped. Because a lot of people, like you, can't really videotape a lot in church. Um, my my cousin's heavily religious, so I remember every Saturday or Friday, a weekend, I would spend the night at his house, and I would leave on Saturday because I didn't want to go to church on fucking Sunday. And it was like, I that wasn't me, but he's completely a hundred percent in on it, like all. A huge bible beater but i think he does it in a way where he's not forcing it down your throat so it's more like i will you want to bring up this and he'll talk about it and it's like i don't want to fucking now i'm getting high man i don't want to fucking talk about the bible what the fuck are you doing like it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. this is a bad timing but i think um half-hearted yeah, it's just it's it's very very confusing and i feel like a lot of people that don't want to know aren't gonna know and then there's a lot of people that want to know but also they don't like the bad that comes with it it's like look you got to accept both sides of the dragon on this one like it's not just one and you can forget the other when you trust whatever you believe in you should know both sides of it the enemies that come up to it and the friendlies but you can't think of it in that aspect it's the positives and the negatives but they say any voice that shadows in that might give you a shadow of a doubt 
is a negative. And that's where I start to go, what the fuck? You're, you're isolating people. You're tribing them up. And that's not what we need at this moment in time because nobody's analyzing their tribes right. Shouldn't be left. Shouldn't be right. It should be human race in, in a giant aspect of everything. It's more left and right now than it ever was. Nuts. Um, I think that <clears throat> belief, faith causes a, 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 a trust uh, like, for example, that that uh, rabbi, whoever it was, that was no, it would have been a priest, you know, almost drowning the child. It's like there's more trust that goes into, you know, here's my child, you know, shove him in the water. It's like, geez, if he did drown, I guess he's going straight to heaven. Dude, it's been 30 but, seconds, man. Let him up. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the in the Philippines, for example, they, uh, you know, there's a lot of it's poor country. There's a lot of people that have a hard time, you know, feeding themselves, let alone a baby. They end up having a baby. And now they don't want the baby to die without being baptized. So they got to go to the church. I, I found this out when I was there. I couldn't believe that they charged like the church charged like 2000 pesos to baptize the baby. Now, to give you an idea, a lot of people that are working there are making like 100 pesos a day, 180 pesos a day, 2,000 pesos to baptize a child because they're brainwashed into believing that if this child dies before uh, it's old enough even to make its own decisions, it's, it's going to go to purgatory. So St. Augustine, I guess, invented that um, marketing tool but I just thought it was just absolutely disgusting. These people, you know, they're compelled to pay it somehow because it's so important. It's so important. How important is your child? <laughs> so the church just can't put a price on family. It's like, I fucking sure. Can. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you look at all the, all the poverty around there and these big, big, big cathedrals. It's, and there's many of them. It's what just a, disgusting. What a because we're we're gonna wrap it up here in a second. Um, what what's what's your message to anyone out there listening? I obviously please check out the book, The World's Biggest Lie, as well too. Um, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know. It's on Amazon. Okay, I'll link it all in the description and everything. But like, what's the overall? I guess consensus that you're really trying to prove just so we get the message out there. And then if anybody's out there that's listening that, you know, might be tempted to buy the book as well too. What's, what do you want people going in there thinking? What do you want them to go in with the mindset of like, just leave everything that you think at the door and just listen? Well, that's the only way to, to really learn anything to be able to consider it. You have to leave everything at the door and just check in and see, but the purpose of it is that, the only way we as people, as a, as a species, are going to move forward in the best way is to get on the same page. And so far, the best page that we know to be on is we have to listen to the science. That's the only um, provider of, of, of truth and evidence of anything that's complicated, anything that's simple, it's easy to see. We need to follow the science. That's, that's our best step forward. And religion interferes with that. So this, is, this book is a book on reason. It will, it will 
it will it takes you i was religious and you know for a little while when i was young and it was my dedication to learning the bible that turned me against it because it was just i hadn't been brainwashed as a child so i started to see these things don't add up and what's wrong with it and i couldn't get the proper answers and that started me on a on a 30-year journey to learning the way things really are and um I enjoy it. Like I enjoy knowing the truth. Uh, my fear of death isn't whether I'm going to heaven or hell. It's who I leave behind and how they suffer in sadness. But we will not know anything when we die. We can't even imagine it because our brain is a live working brain. You cannot visualize zero. You can't visualize it. So that's where we go. And people say, well, how do you know? You haven't died. How do you know? We know. We know. You have to know that. Where is the soul? What soul? Soul Soul is really our brain. And when it dies, it's an electrical piece of meat. And the clinical and legal definition of death is brain death. If people have these afterlife experiences, you know, like they've had heart attacks and stuff like that, and they've dreamt about going down a tunnel and seeing a light at the end and coming back, they weren't dead. Their heart might have stopped, but their brain was alive. That's where they got, you know, this perception or this dream or this vision. And that's not remarkable. It's not remarkable at all. They weren't brain dead. Nobody has ever returned from brain death, ever. And I think the five-minute mark is impossible, but you wouldn't want to be brain dead for three minutes because you would be you'd be very disabled when you come back if they could save you. But we just need to all observe reality. And that way we can have opinions, discuss them, debate them, whatever. As long as we're taking facts first that recognize those facts, we can move forward properly. But as soon as you start entering into the fiction, the myths, the you know, supernatural, We'll never get anything accomplished. And uh, where, can, where can people find you, Andrew? And also you said your book's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Um, all the links are on. I have a website, uh, theworldsbiggestlie.com. So no apostrophe in the S for mm -hmm. worlds, just theworldsbiggestlie.com. So I'm on Twitter. Um, I've got a YouTube channel. Um, and the book and everything, Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble and Apple and all that. But that can all be um, uh, linked up from the website is the easiest place to go. I'm going to link them um, all separately in the description too, just so everyone. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. It's, uh, I would like to, I'm trying to gather, uh, uh, I'm trying to follow the right people on, on Twitter, for example, and stuff like that. But I, I can't stand your limited to characters there and that's what i like about facebook you can write a bloody book on there and answer yeah. somebody which is more engaging to me but i do enjoy twitter i do enjoy some of the people there um but and i do more or less enjoy making the content i guess get i just want to tell you about that that pope i didn't have a place i had to drive 220 some kilometers on a motorcycle that that morning to come to my sister's place and use her basement to set up the Pope interview. 
nothing was working out. My, uh, my audio and everything just wasn't right. And I was all upset. Finally, I, the last minute I got it together, I didn't even know what I was going to say to the Pope. But I'm looking at a cardboard box. I'm talking to a cardboard box. Anyway, I got a bunch of stuff done off the top of my head. Then I had to go home and figure out how am I going to make him react to what I say back and forth. Turned out quite well, actually, yeah. considering. I, uh, I made a film fun. on my channel as well, too. Um, small little thing, but it's fun making those things and watching them work out. It goes out pretty well. I like I don't like doing it because I find it's pressure. Like it's got to be done. Right. Ah, you got to like an idiot. Say, you just got to say fuck it and dig I, I, right into it. That's what I have to do, and this is what I did uh, for you this morning. I thought, ah, oh, geez, what if what if he wants me to read a page out of my book? Maybe I can't read very well this morning. Oh, it, went, <laughs> it went easy. Besides technical <laughs> difficulties, everything oh, that was went the smooth. Worst. Who would have guessed it? Hmm. Um, totally but, unpredictable. I'll link everything in the description. Um, it was a pleasure. I'd like to have you back on. Hopefully, maybe the second time we do it, the connections like this second half here. But it, it was great, man. I'll I appreciate it. it. I appreciate uh, you uh, asking me. And uh, I'll maybe I need a, an app or something that I can just make this more smooth. I don't know. Anyway, I will figure it out. What people do need to know is the world's biggest lie. You can find it on Amazon. Link will be in the episode details. And thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the blind.